Hi there, I'm here with Matthew and Sophie from Hardlines, an independent coffee shop based here in Cardiff, um, but a coffee shop with a twist. So we'll uh, just have a bit of a chat and find out a bit about you guys. So how did you meet and get things started with your business? University, I guess. So we met at university, went, both went to uni in Cardiff, uh, Royal Welsh College of music and drama just up the road and we met there and i think uh, it's probably like maybe two maybe three years after maybe two years after we left uni um i think we were starting to get a bit fed up of what we were doing with work um and i think we particularly we both had like reasonably difficult christmases around i don't know christmas 2016 maybe uh so then we took a holiday and then on that holiday we sort of conceived the idea that we want to do something differently and leave what we were doing and maybe go in a different direction and then we came back and started that process okay and what coffee why how where did that idea come from i think we were just uh yeah we were, just, we were sat in a coffee shop um and talking about how we're kind of a bit disillusioned with the work we were doing um and matt was talking about you know oh, I, I would absolutely love to run a little coffee shop well you know i would love to run a little record shop and we both, you know, I also really like coffee, Matt's also into music and records. And then we were like, on the flight home, we were like, should we, should we have a go over it? Should we meet up next week and chat about it? And then it just took off from there. We were, I think we were really lucky we struck it at the right time. Mm. Yeah. I think so, yeah. And like being surrounded by people who are keen to help at that time, I think. And yeah, I think we were just in a little bubble of people and like a community that were willing to sort of offer advice or help us build or, or do different aspects of what might need to be done to make it happen so yeah we were lucky enough to have that as well so I think that probably gave us a little uh, kick on as well. So what kind of advice were you given and where did it kind of come from? We were lucky there's a really strong over the past five years or so independent scene especially in food and drink in Cardiff um, and we kind of came through at the same time as like so we worked alongside Lufkin, who are a micro-roastery, and Early Bird, who are a bakery. Um, and they'd both started about six months or so mm -hmm. before us. So we'd been going there as customers, and then we kind of chatted to them, and they were really open and helpful with, like, oh, yeah, you should speak to this person, you should do this, or just, you know, just go for it. So from, like, a limited company point of view, obviously you're, you're registered as a limited company. Where did the decision to go down that route come from? Was that advice given to you, or did you search out for that information? Yeah, we were both already um, sole traders because we were self-employed. Um, so we were looking at, like, did we become a partnership? Or I think it was, like, my base knowledge from, like, GCSE business. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I think a limited company is the right thing to do, and kind of looked it up, and we were like, yeah, we check out all these boxes. Um, and then, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think from, yeah, I think from my, I think thinking back, from my perspective was the, the fact that we were starting with like nothing I think or we were starting maybe with we, we put maybe a little little a really tiny amount of our own money into it at the very beginning didn't take any money from banks or anything like that but I don't know my logic behind it was that maybe if things weren't going to go to plan or we, or we packed it in a couple of months later or six months later or a year later then I, I don't know, yeah, in my, psychologically, my head, it was like there's less risk for some reason as a limited company, which to this day, maybe I don't know if that is <laughs> correct or incorrect, but uh, that's definitely what my logic was, so that's why I went with it. So how did you choose your company name, Hardlines? Where did it, where did it come from? What's the story behind your company name? Um, so we weren't called Hardlines, we were called Outpost, 
And I guess if we're talking about maybe mistakes or shortcomings. Um, so when we were a limited company, I think the not lack of education outsiders, I was like, outpost, that's not taken, that means we're fine. And that's not the case, it's not copyright. Yeah. So we traded as outpost, and there's another company called outpost who wrote us a letter and said, um, yeah, don't, don't do that anymore. <laughs> um, so we kind of had a quick, like a stressful, I guess, six months yeah. in between yeah. getting that letter and then also opening our second location right. and doing the rebrand. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think it came from our first, we're very kind of like visual heavy. And our first brand was very DIY, hand-drawn. It kind of went with the pop-up aspect. Yeah. And then our graphic designer and um, Caddy, who does all our artwork, the second time we were like, we wanted something a bit clean-cut, a bit more kind of fresh-looking, maybe. Yeah, maybe a bit more accessible. Or I think the idea behind the rebrand and the renaming of it was maybe that we were trying to build something that was more than a coffee shop, maybe? So. So Hardlines isn't necessarily just that coffee shop. So I think we were trying to build off of it. So maybe Hardlines could be like a merch, you know, uh, have a line of merch or maybe Hardlines can be a club night or maybe Hardlines can put a festival on or those sorts of things. So we were trying to, within that rebrand, we were trying to pull what we'd learned from maybe the year or the year and a half previous and put all of our education into this new sort of look and try to look a little bit for the first time into the future and what might come in the next five years as opposed to what's a about to happen or has just happened, I think, maybe. So you mentioned that you've already opened up your second site. So how soon after sort of establishing this place did that happen? So I think May 2016, we did our first pop-up. Yeah. And then we did a summer of doing festivals and things like that. And then midway through October 2016, we opened in the Castle Emporium mm -hmm. as our full-time yeah. um, shop. And then we got the go-ahead in the June 2017 that we got in that market store. Right. And then we opened in October 2017. Is the plan to keep expanding now? Like you've mentioned things like merchandise and festivals yeah, and club nights. Is that the yeah, route that I mean, the, Yeah, the market thing was definitely something we like, even before we ended up here, that was definitely, we knew we wanted, I think, a little stand in the market. I think we just liked the, that was really appealing to us. I think having like a little, like what we've got there basically. And, and we tried for a little while before even coming here, I think, around the same time maybe, uh, to, to get into the market. And I think we missed out on an occasion. So the market was just a, a go, a, something we really wanted to hit and really wanted to get. After the market opened and a couple of months later into Christmas and the other side and now where we are now in 2018 um, is the first time we've had to sort of think about the next move maybe with a bit more clarity mm. and try to work out where it is what the next thing is for us on a, on a bigger scale really maybe whether that's another shop or some other plans that we've got in the pipeline and then alongside that yeah like we've, we're running club nights and DJing regularly and, and things like that so yeah, this is, I think, our time to think and really work out what the next five or, or ten years has and how to really grow, hopefully, what we've built over the last two years into something bigger and more sort of, yeah, typical. So up to now, what do you think it is that has helped make your business such a success and what kind of promotion have you done to, to get yourselves to this point? Promotionally, getting the word out, I've definitely found that social media is definitely the avenue that we will maximise on. Like um, That'll be our like target for... Um, promotion and, and how we get the word out I think I think that's a big thing and shouldn't be overlooked in any business really but I think social media 
goes far beyond any online sort of direct marketing like that or, or, or fly postering or anything. But yeah, social media would definitely be my promotional sort of avenue and something uh, yeah, we all try to concentrate on massively. Yeah. So to anyone that's out there and they're listening now thinking, these guys have done it. They live, <laughs> in, the, they live in the dream. <laughs> what advice would you give to anyone who's got an idea and how would you give them your top tips for going from an idea to a fully fledged business? I think it's very easy to say, and I, th I do think we're really lucky. I think we're definitely lucky there's two of us. Whenever I speak to people that run mm. businesses by themselves, yeah, I, I just bow down to them because, you know, we find it really tough and yeah. there's two of us. Definitely. So um, that's great. But, um, like, just do it. It definitely, like, when we first started, we didn't even have an espresso machine. It was just, like, filter coffee and vinyl records in, mm. s in suitcases that we turned into racks, you know? Yeah. Like, there wasn't a lot. Yeah, I think don't be limited by things. No, exactly. Yeah, and I think yeah, ultimately yeah, your passion might carry it through as well. So if you are, if you're literally, if you are passionate about that thing, whether it's records or coffee or beer or skating or whatever it is, usually your passion for that product or that thing will sort of like will you know that'll feed off of you onto your customers and they'll believe in you from that and they'll want to come and drink coffee with you or or, bu or buy stuff from you or you know because you're trying to do something maybe a little bit different and you're trying to do something for yourself so you mentioned at the start as well that the reason why it kind of came about you went off on your holiday you were both quite disillusioned with what you were doing in your lives at the time what's the best thing about having your own business i guess being in control of it so uh we we can literally do what we want i think to an extent that sort of like freedom to express yourself and to be able to, 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 to deliver something um, and yeah, offer something different. Uh, yeah, I think. So yeah, maybe doing what you want, if that doesn't sound too selfish. <laughs> doesn't sound selfish at all. It sounds fantastic, yeah. And is it kind of the same for you? Yeah, yeah, I think that's why we got into it. We were tired of, you know, kind of, don't know. Yeah, I guess that is probably what it is, mm. having to do what other people wanted and you now we kind of, yeah, it's hard work and it's long hours and stuff, but we are kind of inevitably doing what we want. So obviously I'm going to ask you a few questions about Companies House and that as well. Obviously, were you aware of Companies House before you became a limited company? Had you seen any of our guidance or familiarised yourself with any kind of formation process through our website? Yeah, I think um, I think probably did something really rudimental, like Googled, like, how do I start a business? Yeah. And it came up and that was you know, one of the first steps is like, you've got to do it proper. And um, I think, again, that's really one of the reasons why we went down limited companies. It's not the most legitimate mm. kind of thing to be a limited business. Yeah. Uh, but I remember the reading some PDFs and stuff on um, how to do it and things like that. But yeah. And um, you must have some pretty interesting stories that you've accumulated over the last few years. Any that sort of stand out that you'd like to share with anyone? Um, so going back, I guess, to like banging on doors and stuff, like yeah. we both attended Green Man Festival and we're big fans of that. And one of the first things they did was like, hey guys, uh, don't know if you care, but we're doing this and yeah. we really like you. And they were like, that's awesome. Would you like to come and work with us? Yeah. So we got to run a little pop-up record shop at Green Man last year cool. and DJ for, um, they do like a settlement. Yeah. Uh, so we got to go there and then we got to go to the festival and then we're gonna go back again this year and do coffee as well. Yeah, and we've, yeah, and we've had some just great support generally from, from from people from from people within Cardiff and you know people who went soon festival maybe or you know Hugh Stevens you know, real big like supporters of us who maybe a year or 
two ago, you'd think, oh, you know, that we'll never get to cross paths with the, some of these guys who are really making a difference mm. in Cardiff and in the music scene or even within the coffee scene, you know, some of the people we are lucky enough to, to come across uh, is, is good. And it's, uh, yes, it's really cool. Yeah. yeah, so going forward, is that kind of the, the plan then is to just sort of expand and, and get out across the festivals, moving outside of South Wales? Yeah, or? I mean, yeah, I think there's lots, of, again, lots of different avenues to it. I think I can't like... Yeah, it seems like there's loads of things. I think something I'd like to explore more of is so our, our market, well, generally actually, but the market store seems like a really good avenue for this, but trying to create a real sort of green, sustainable coffee shop, basically, that's really self-sufficient and that looks after itself and is doing all the correct things on that front. I think the idea of building something like that is really cool. Um, I have something else in a different direction. That oh, I think definitely just the from my perspective, the coffee culture and education within coffee in Cardiff is a real big thing on my agenda. I think if we can try to offer that in Cardiff and educate customers and people within the industry, um, that's quite a, a, a cool thing. I think to to build a culture in Cardiff. That's yeah. That's more so coffee culture in Cardiff is on my agenda it seems like you've got the passion and determination so i don't doubt that uh, that you won't succeed at that so thank you very much for your time i've Thanks. really appreciated the opportunity to chat with you and to sample your wonderful <laughs> produce thank you um i just want to say for anyone out there listening that we will be running a series of podcasts um so do listen out for more of those coming through thank you very much for listening and goodbye <laughs>